you know, in our synagogue, many guys like to bike. It became a biking club. Many, many. There is the half of the congregation is biking, the other half is, is jealous that they are not biking. Many times people who bike fall and get hurt, as my dear congregate happens to them too. Was a doctor in Israel uh, who made many innovations. And one of the things that he likes is to bike. He likes to do to have startup companies and he likes to bike. Once one at a time, and he says when he bikes, he gets beaten up a lot. One of the time, when he falls and he, and he beat himself up and he bruised himself up, he gets up and he had an idea. He says, Wow. See, he looks at his own bruises and he says, Somehow, it gets killed by itself. When he gets bruised up, the blood comes out a little blood. Then the blood, what happens to the blood? It gets a. Coagulates. Coagulates yeah. and gets a scar. Yeah. Stops the blood from flowing. Yeah. And over time, it's cured itself. Yeah. And then the scar falls off. Right. But he taught himself, he was dealing also with many elderly patients. And he says, why by them, the wounds and the sores do not cure? Why by a young person, a regular person, it cures itself? You don't have to do anything. You put a little band-aid, yeah. but it cures itself. Why by these people, the sores and the, the wounds are going on and on and on for years? Yep. That is it. He taught himself, there is a me mechanism in the body then when it's bleeding, it tells the body that you need to cure this part. Tells the brain to send some signals to cure right, it. Right. What happens with a sore, with a wound that goes on for a long time? The body gets used to it and stops to send signals to, to cure the problem, to yeah. cure, the, to cure the, the wound. Then what he, he says, then what do you need to do? He says, we need to wake up, the, we need to let the body think that there is a new wound here, mm -hmm. that the body will again start to fight and to try to cure it. How you tell the body that there is a new wound here? And he came up with an idea. He said, let we'll take out blood from the person himself, from the same person. We call it coagulated. I say the word. Yeah, when, when it when the yeah yeah what's just together. say the word co coagulated coagulate. It will, will coagulate the blood. We'll put it on the wound, mm -hmm. and, the, and the body will think it's a new wound here, and will try to cure it. Hmm. He was in his own kitchen. The big, big first challenge was how to coagulate the blood. Yeah. That he put he mixed with chemicals, whatever he did. He was able to coagulate the blood in seven, eight minutes. Okay. He started, he went to doctors and told them, give me your worst patient that you completely gave up on them. Yeah. That you have nothing to lose. Yeah. And these people are so desperate. The souls, they say it's like, it's, it's like, it's like putting a cigarette on your foot. It's killing you. Yeah. I know my mother has such things, it's terrible. Do it on, your, on, your, on the leg and put it on, on the saw and we'll see, we have nothing to lose. He did it to one patient, he covered it up, put a few band-aids on top of it, in a week, he took this off. It was an unbelievable change. He cured people who were impossible to be cured in eight weeks. Hmm. It was successful. 
and he created a whole package. Yeah. You can you can do it yourself basically with uh, you can take out the blood, you can put it in a little um almost like a little pot, a little pot made yeah. out of plastic. You can co- co- coagulate the blood. Yeah. Co- coagulate? That's the word. That's the word when the when the blood cells clump together and, Yes, and, yes, uh, yes, and, yes, yes. Yeah, and stop blood from coming out. Yes. Yeah. And 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 and, and then you put it on your the FDA approved it in two thousand nineteen. Then the European CE, whatever it's called, I don't know. And the Israelis that was the last one to prove it. They're smarter than everybody. Even though an Israeli invented it? Yeah, obviously. The Israelis are smart enough to go to the FDA because the Israelis only talk to you if you have the FDA approval anyway. Then why are you wasting time on these guys? And he, they interviewed in the news a guy. The, the, first, his first, the first success. They said that 78% success stories. They cannot explain when it doesn't work. Hmm. That's how far it goes. The guy was a, was a guy, was, one foot was imputated already because of the source. Mm-hmm. They wanted to imputate the other foot. He said, I'm not touching the other foot. He showed up, he said, it was like a miracle. Within eight weeks, they cured him from the biggest holes that nobody was able to cure for years and years and years. People usually who has this kind of source, People uh, and ones, people who have uh, diabetes mm-hmm. and all of these kind of things, it's just an unbelievable thing. Yeah. Really, it's like mind-boggling. My brother told me about it. And I was thinking about that when I heard it from my brother, I thought to myself, must be. You know, if every Judaism believes that everything that's in the physical world comes from a spiritual place. The, world, the, the physical is a reflection of the spiritual world. It's a mirror. For example, parents will do anything for the children. Would children do everything for the parents? Usually not. I ask people, would you, would you do everything with children? Yes. Would you do everything for your parents? They smile. <laughs> we will do much more for our children than we will do for our parents. Why is it? Why are we not do for our parents what our par- ready to do for our parents what our parents are ready to do for us? It's very sad. If you get forbid your child is in trouble, you drop everything in your own. You, I hear my mother is in trouble. Maybe he can go. Maybe she can go. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can, right? Why is it? You know why? Because in the spiritual world it's like this. God is our parent, our father in heaven, right? He will do anything for us. Therefore, parents are ready to do anything for the children. Children, we are not ready to do everything for God. Therefore, children are not ready to do anything for the parents. And this is true about everything in the world. We look at the world. There is a verse in the book of Job. From my own body, I can judge the relationship with God in the world. I can judge, judge everything. I remember once the Rebbe spoke and he said, No. And then he stopped for a moment and he smiled and he says, if we say no in this world, it means God also says no. You understand? Yep. If there is a way to fix, the, the best way to fix the body is with your own blood and this wakes up your body to cure yourself, it must be the same thing in the spiritual world. What does this mean? Usually even a person, a regular Jew, serves his God, serves God. If he's doing something wrong, is naturally, his body, his spiritual body will fix him. What does this mean? 
he will have guilt conscious, guilt feeling, for example, or he will do another mitzvah, and there is something in the nature of the mitzvah, in the DNA of the mitzvah, that one mitzvah brings you to do another mitzvah, it gives you a desire to do, gives you the appetite, appetite to do another mitzvah. Mm-hmm. That, that's a natural situation. The body kills itself. But sometimes, somebody who did not have any Jewish education or whatever, and he doesn't know that he's doing wrong, or he's used to do the wrong, or he starts to do what happened. You know, the Talmud says when you start to do something wrong once, you get a, you're shocked. The second time, it's a little easier. The third time, it's even easier. And what does this mean? The body doesn't feel that there is a wound. The body got used to the wound. The spiritual body, your neshome, your soul, got used to the spiritual wound. Then what do you need to do? Then somebody else can come and kill you. But if you take something else, it's not going to kill you. Dancing the aura mm. and singing Ava Nagila and eating falafel balls will not cure a Jew to his Judaism, will not bring him back. You have to take something from his own spiritual body and give it to him. What is this? A mitzvah. Put a film with him. Let her light candles. Give her something of your own and then you'll cure her. This, this mitzvah will wake him up and make his spiritual body start to walk again and will bring him back to his, to, his, to his religion. And something happened, this Hanukkah, an unbelievable story. I know there's a Chabad rabbi in Chicago, Finkelstein. What's his name? Yeah, Rabbi Finkelstein. Finkelstein, Finkelstein, something like that. David Finkelstein. This guy, I know him from, here, from 770. He's my age, I think, maybe a little older, a little younger. I think I wound up in his shul on Rosh Hashanah of 2013, whichever year that was. Could be. I think I did. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Okay. And I think you told me that, I think, maybe years ago. I think I rem- yeah, I think I remember it. This guy, he had a phone call. I got called him Hanukkah. This Hanukkah. I cannot speak to a rabbi, he tells me, I'm speaking. I have an unusual question, he tells him. <laughs> he says, I'm Jewish, I was born Jewish, both my parents are Jewish, but a few years ago, I converted to Christianity. Can I, un- can I undo it? <laughs> that was his question. He tells him, you don't really need to undo it. You are never, you are never a Christian. I mean, if you're a Jew, you're born a Jew, you're a Jew, no matter what you're going to do. Yeah, maybe you can go to the mikveh to, but light candles, it's Hanukkah, um, you can put on film. Basically, he told him about his Judaism, he had a nice conversation. Then he asked him, tell me, what prompted you to do it? What happened? If you went so far right. to convert to Christianity, right. he says he walked on the street and he saw a menorah mobile. Do you know Chabad yeah, run around yeah, with the menorahs yeah, sure. and the cars? Of course. And he says he does not know what happened, but he just woke him up and he started to think that he has to undo this, he has to come back to Judaism. That the rabbi was like shocked. He told him, oh, I'm so impressed. He says, why are you so impressed? What, what's so impressive about it? And he tells them, you know, what is Hanukkah? Hanukkah, the miracle of Hanukkah, he says the miracle of the oil, they were looking for a little jar of oil that's pure oil with the stamp of the high priest. They were looking all over the temple. Finally, they found one little jar of oil. Says in, he told him within every Jew there is a little jar of oil, that this cannot be defiled. No matter what, you can convert to Christianity a thousand times, you can do whatever you want. 
this little jar of oil that's Yon Shomer, that can never be. And this, the candles of Hanukkah, woke up your, a torch that was almost like a magnet, you know, like from two places. It woke up something in you and brought, them, brought it out and brought this Neshomer back home. This is true also. That, that This is basically the idea. A mitzvah, something that the body itself has, brings them back home. This is true about the Jewish people. You know, sometimes when you're on a cruise, you look from far and you say, I think this guy is Jewish. Tell your wife, I think this guy is Jewish. And then you go around a little closer and you throw some word in Hebrew or something in Yiddish or you make a Jewish comment to say, oh, it's Hanukkah next week, to see if this guy will give a bl- blink or something. Basically, you find each other. What is it the Jews look for Jews and find Jews? It's almost like a magnet. Because the Jewish people are one spiritual body. Not a physical, not a biological body, because there is many converts in the Jewish people. Actually, they checked, you know, the 23 in me, the genes, the Jewish genes in the men is much higher than the women. In the men, it's like 75, 80%. The women, it's like 50%. You know really? why? You know why? I'll tell you why. How many male converts you know to Judaism? I don't know if I've ever met one. Oh, yeah, I know one. How many female converts you know? Many. Many. Yeah. That's, that's why. Yeah. And throughout Jewish history, that's yeah. why the, biologically we are not the same body. Absolutely not. But spiritually, we share the same neshome. We share the same spirituality. We are responsible for each other. You know where this started? In the parish of this week. You know the story of Joseph with the brothers? They came down to Egypt. He framed Benjamin. He told them, you stole my goblet. Yeah. Right? And then he, wants, he says, you will be my slave, and all of you can go home. Then Judah stood up to him and told him, no. He gave him a whole monologue. I promised my father. And then he looks at him and says, why are you interfering? Why are you screaming louder than all the rest of them, standing like quiet? He says, because I guaranteed him to my father. I took responsibility for this boy. I will bring him home no matter what. That's what I promised my father. In Hebrew, the word guarantee, guarantor. And since then, we became responsible for each other. The Jewish people, you know why Judah, why Jews are called Jews? Because named after Judah. Why we are not called Benjaminites? The two tribes who survived right. today are from two. Because Judah took responsibility for his brothers. That's what it's all about. That we became one people. Then when Jews in America care, the Jews from America care for Jews in, in Russia, or for Jews in Argentina, or for Jews in Israel. When you hear there is a, there is a terror attack in Israel, it gives you a, 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 a shockle, gives it battles you, hurts you. That's because we are from the same, from, we are one body. Now the word in Hebrew for Guarantor is Arev. That's the word. Uh, you know, when you sign a, uh, you sign a contract for somebody for a loan, right. you're a Guarantor. That's called Arev. This word Arev has more, more meanings. The second meaning is Merubav, Le'arev, means to mix, like to mix something together. Mm-hmm. We are mixed with each other. And the third meaning is we are tasty to each other. What does this mean? We enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. It means to say, even if you like to fight, to argue, but you like to argue with another Jew about the same topic, are you going to argue with somebody who doesn't even understand what you're talking about? Who are you going to have a good fight with? Right. Then the word Arev has three meanings. We are responsible for each other. We are mixed with each other. 
and we are tasty to each other. That's what the Jewish people are all about. We are one nation.